All right, uh, welcome everybody to the second episode of There Are Four Hosts. Uh, I am one of your hosts, Michael. Hey there, I am Jonathan, Just Average Jay. Hey guys, uh, Sabrina's back. Uh, you can find me as White Cat Gaming pretty much anywhere. And uh, unfortunately, our dear friend Eris um, had to depart. We had some uh, time zone issues, but my dear friend Keith is here to replace him. Well, not replace him in our hearts, obviously, but in the sound file. <laughs> Hi, Keith. Hey, everyone. Uh, I'm Keith Justice. Um, if you're listening to this and you used to listen to my podcast, HJU, because you and begged me to do podcasts again, this is me doing it again, but not for what I used to do it for. And if you don't know me, um, <clears throat> I used to run a website called Hinge and Justice. That was about Japanese live-action sci-fi that most of you guys know of as Power Rangers, but that is just a tiny facet of the main things that Japanese science fiction can do. So that's who I am. Cool. Okay, but why do you like Star Trek, Keith? Um, I have been into Star Trek since like the beginning. Um, uh, to OG fans, I apologize because I did not like OG Star Wars, uh, Star Trek. Rude. Well, sorry, sorry, sorry. My bad, <laughs> You're my bad. fired. You're fired. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like it, it's so, it's uh, I, 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 it's so raggedy looking, and and like I'm it, offended. And and like I, I was forcing myself, and I was like, I get something's going on here, but then like the movies hit, and like that's when I started loving like <laughs> Star Trek sci-fi like the motion picture is my favorite one and then uh you know really? there's hot and cold oh yeah i'll sip the bath for a motion picture any day of the week that was amazing it's still hey is. hey jay can you mute his mic real quick no <laughs> <laughs> i'm kidding ah, I, yeah i yeah i stand by that one that is a beautiful movie it's slow science fiction like i like it and it's like addressing like big weird ideas versus a starship shootout which mm -hmm. it can be fun but i want to see star trek push the boundaries of my imagination and it's okay. not so much about, like, tactical combat. Cool. I'm still offended, though. As you should be. As you should be. We are all offended. Mm. <laughs> that, I'm doing, that I'm doing my job. That I'm doing my job. There you go. All right. <laughs> Good. Well, in that case, I guess you're lucky, because we are talking about a Star Trek movie today. Mm -hmm. uh, and real quickly, before we get started, I wanted to thank everyone that listened to our first episode. Uh, we very much appreciate it. Um, there was, like, I think... One, only one of those was my wife, so all the rest were legitimate, <laughs> legitimate <laughs> listens. Uh, all so we, four of them. Yes. What? Your wife is a legitimate listener. Well, no, I you know what I mean. mean. Like she, she was obligated to listen, whereas other people <laughs> weren't. Course. So, um, but yeah, we're going to talk about Star Trek: ne Nemesis, which was quote unquote the movie that killed a franchise, is what I read. Uh. Um, so many things have killed Star Trek. Well, and yeah. Yet, here's Star Trek stance. Um, it's I watched this twice and. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. It's I I like it because it is Star Trek, and there is good parts in it. But I don't. Know, I mean, overall, the whole thing I think was just very weak. The plot. I mean, it just. Uh, it's it's Star Trek like TV Star Trek is a more like cerebral, and yeah. this movie is definitely more like action Star Trek. Mm -hmm. Dark action like, that we never want to see. Picard let's talk do. about that Dune bug thing for a sec. I mean. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's <laughs> that's, as a gearhead. That was one of my favorite parts. It was weird. Was a solid five, a solid five minute scene of them just like fucking around in the desert <laughs> in a dune buggy. And it's because <laughs> it was uh, awesome. Patrick Stewart's a gearhead, and that's why. Oh, okay. Because okay. I love it. Yeah, there's like some interviews where he's just like, "I love driving more than anything. I'm always thinking about driving, blah blah blah, driving." So like, the thing that impression I got about the movie was it felt like there was like a party going on behind the scenes because like. None of them were acting like they're normal Star Trek TV characters. They're having 
they're all just like getting ready to fight and, and shoot guns and oh my god, I can drive a car. And you're like, yeah, you're like yeah. they're like, yeah, well, you like Patrick Stewart. Why why wouldn't we hook him up? But for us, mm-hmm. more watching the movie, it's just like, ugh. <laughs> well, actually, now now I like that scene because I know Patrick wanted it in there, so yep, I changed. That <laughs> smile he yeah, the smile he has is totally genuine. Like him, like giggling yeah, and stuff. That's is just awesome. Like, so it's yeah, like that's. Drink. I was gonna say. Yeah. That's what I like about that scene is that like, he's clearly enjoying himself. So yep. I, I'm glad you told us that because uh, yeah, I was wondering about that. I was like, that doesn't seem like a very Picard choice, but it's just because it's Patrick Stewart having a fucking blast. And like Argo is a company I think it. that makes trucks or something like that. So I think there's like a dual like, hey, we can get some money from this company. We get to make Patrick Stewart happy and the fans. Well, you know, they'll live through it. Mm-hmm. I thought it was awesome. Who doesn't want to drift a truck in the desert? Just go crazy. Not, not me if I have um, a hovercraft shuttle. Yeah, That's fair true. enough. <laughs> I feel like I would die. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of stuff about that scene that didn't make sense. And yeah, it bothered well, me. <clears throat> well, I mean, here's... Uh, yeah, I mean, if we want to jump right in, because yeah. that Let's scene... Yeah, why not? So... I mean, if you think about that scene, first off, the whole B4, like, um, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, the, just the, like, the oh, the wedding oh, the hey, floor? yeah, well, no, 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 no. Yeah, it's like, oh, hey, we're going to just happen to have one of Data's, you know, brothers yeah. in oh, different yeah, yeah. pieces all over this planet. Like, it was just so blatantly kind of almost generic to, right. to set up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the wrongness on this starts with... Um, Star Trek discovery levels of ruining how science fiction works in Star Trek because mm-hmm. like they're like they're like another piece of like of the sp- of like of the galaxy altogether. Yet they get a signal of a positronic brain on a planet. Yes, exactly. Yeah, that's what <laughs> I mean. Like, there's just, no way they could pick that up. No, <laughs> it was so generic. It yeah, it was so generically laid out. I mean, the thing is, like, again, yeah, it's an action movie and it's fun, but I mean, just the the layout of it was it just you know it it didn't quite hit the mark for me. You know, um, the writer of this movie also is like either a friend or fan of Brent Spiner, so that's why we got so much data in oh. front. Well, I, I don't, I didn't mind that, I mean, but yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah, people are people. It's cool. Yeah, it's just like yeah, this is like where the <clears throat> silliness and weirdness comes from. I gotta say though, they did a good job casting because they have like the same nose. Yeah, I, I wasn't upset with the Tom Hardy casting. He was pretty good, I thought. Oh, okay. Yeah. Tom Hardy is two datas. I'm like, wait, sorry, I'm about Tom Hardy. Yeah, Tom Hardy. I wasn't talking about four different Brent Spiners. (laughs) They all were great. (laughs) They all take turns at conventions, so you know, (laughs) none of us know any better. The second second Brent Spiner was just dead on. Like, how do you do that? That was amazing. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I had no idea. Um, (laughs) uh, But no, it's. it's funny, like, silly. yeah, Tom Hardy has actually become one of my favorite actors. Like, he is really, yeah. really, really talented. And he is, yeah. you could just see how he was mm-hmm. so good as uh, Shinzon. I mean, it was, mm-hmm. and, and that was like his, his, if I'm not mistaken, that was like his big break, right? Yeah, yeah. I think so. it was, yeah. I, I read on the, on the internet earlier, so it's obviously true, but yeah. he, obviously, it was yeah. his, it was his, try, he tried to make it his big break, and when it flopped, he kind of got really depressed and everything, and mm-hmm. um, luckily he turned that around, but yeah, it's, uh, he, we can blame Star Trek for Tom Hardy's early depression. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like a lot of people can blame Star Trek for, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> after, well, after Nemesis, yeah. 
<laughs> we're gonna get we're gonna get an email from CBS and they'll be like, uh, please don't podcast about Star Trek any longer. Just desist. Desist. <laughs> Stop helping us. <laughs> Um, with, with uh, Shinzon, uh, my problem with that was like, um, I, I wonder. Make sense? That, yeah, that that and like, I wonder if like I misunderstand how budgets in movies can be used. Because like, what I think would be more interesting is when they roll up to the Romulan Empire. It feels like it should be a showdown with like the Romulan Empire. It'd be kind of cool yeah. to see like the Federation versus Romulan Empire and see how that works out. But mm. at the start of the movie, they wipe out the leadership of the Romulan Empire so that we have a human instead to face. And I felt like that kind of sucked. Yeah, okay, there's there's some setup issues, definitely. Like, I it, the idea of having a Captain Kurt... Captain Kurt. It's because I'm so upset about that TOS thing. Meet her mic! Meet um, her mic! Yeah, we're all in trouble today. <laughs> I'm still upset about the TOS thing that you just said. Okay, it doesn't matter. Um, it, it was intelligent to do, like, a Captain... Picard uh, clone kind of plot because like you know he's definitely gotten in the way of a lot of enemies so like maybe yeah. they think there's something that they can replicate in there but then the making a clone and then the clone ended up ending up in like a Riemann prison so that they could just abuse it like why would they spend all of those resources to create that clone and then just dump it in a prison somewhere that's stupid and yeah. since there's not an actual clone war it means that that was like all <laughs> their resources in one shot for something special, and they're like, ah, fuck it. Fuck yeah. it. <laughs> Wait, we've spent like 10 years doing this. Ah, da, 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 swim with three years, I don't care. Yeah, so as much as I appreciate the acting in the scenes between Shinzon and Picard, and yes. like the, yeah, and it, it's great acting, really, yeah. but I mean, you can't write, and I see this in television too, and it really bothers me, you can't write an entire plot just for specific character scenes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree about the performances because, like, there's like this, uh, like, I, I hate the idea altogether. I'm, I, I'm sorry, but like, when, when, when they were like facing off as actors and they were just going hard, I was like, oh, okay, they're they are into this. This is pretty good performance. If you know, I like the story too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if I like the story, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I, I kind of agree with Keith. I, I thought the the idea of the clone was, I mean, the whole plot idea was not great, but. Um, I read that Stuart, I think his director is Stuart Baird, I think his name was, like he didn't really have any Star Trek knowledge before doing this. And so he just kind of, that could be why, you know, this movie was like not very good because <laughs> he just, he just kind of came in and didn't know what he was doing basically. Yeah. I have strong despair towards how often people will say about a Star Trek movie. The person who came on didn't know anything about Star Trek and didn't bother researching the Star Trek mm. and didn't really enjoy researching Star Trek, doing Star Trek. Then why did you give them the job? Well, that's mm-hmm. just it. Then why are they there? Like that makes no sense at all. You know, yeah. if if you can't. <laughs> well, in the case of one particular person, I'm sure he was there for a Star Wars interview and uh, he uh, <laughs> nice. he got it. Nice. So congratulations to him. You know, uh-huh. but uh, I'll point everybody that interview that he did with John Stewart, where he was like, I don't really like Star Trek, but and then he went on and then John Stewart at the end was like, Sorry, I stopped listening when you said I don't like Star Trek. Awesome. You need to apologize now. And uh... I will never forget him saying that too. Like he like he's like, Yeah, I've always more of a Star Wars guy. I'm like, You mother. <laughs> and you, and you, you really job. like Star Wars, so like, <laughs> it's it's possible to like both. Yeah. Just if you're gonna have a job working on a movie from a franchise, make it from that franchise, not the other franchise you like. A lot, Obvious. A lot of people would Sorry. go for that job, but oh, mm-hmm. he just gets I, on a whim whether he wants it or not. I, 
Mm-hmm. I know we were talking about uh, a different Star Trek movie, but sorry, just to interject for a sec. The Star Trek, the new Star Trek movies with the uh, with uh, the J.J. Abrams first, mm-hmm. like, I like watching as, like, popcorn entertainment, yeah. but it really feels like a Star Wars with, like, a Star Trek coat of paint on top. Mm-hmm. I thought Star Trek Beyond was legit, though. Like, I felt that was Yeah, but that's because Star, Star Trek Beyond was written by Simon Pegg, who actually yeah. does love Star Trek. Yeah. <sighs> So, if you were wondering why Beyond was good, it was because it was written by Simon Pegg, who and is directed a by. brilliant, brilliant writer. And Justin Lin is an amazing director. Justin mm. Lin is an amazing director. Um, when he first got hired, I asked around about him, and they were like, yes, have you seen Fast and Furious? And I was like, no, I'm very much not a fan of that franchise, just because I don't <laughs> Have you about, seen like, Community? Yeah. yeah. Of course I've seen Community. He did the but first... But when we talk about Fast sorry, and sorry. Furious... <laughs> um, the movie that he did of Fast and Furious, they were like, that was the first movie where it became mm-hmm. about them being a family. And I was like, perfect. Then he will do Star Trek great. He did now tell me about Community. And the gun, the paintball gun episode of Community. Ah, uh, that's a great one. Uh-huh. He's a great action director, for sure. Yeah, yeah and then, like, the ship... Uh, well, I was, the last thing about Star Trek Beyond is, like, the ship called the USS Franklin... Is named after his dad, Frank Lynn. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I have That's it up on, in my living room. I love that ship. Anyway, back to <laughs> Nemesis. Yes. Yeah, so we're totally talking about Nemesis. Exactly. The crappy starships. Um, I did not like the... Well, no, wait. Do I like it or not? The, was it called the Scimitar? The yeah. Scimitar was sweet. That is it was pretty badass. One of, that's one of my favorite ships in the Star... It like, is gorgeous. That ship is such a badass <clears throat> ship. Like, it's so mm-hmm. mean and just... You look at it and it's just like it. Like it, even um, Picard says, it's a predator. I mean, you look mm-hmm. at it and it's yeah. it is just beautiful. I mean, I but would, I yeah, would, I would not kick hey, that um, ship out of bed. <laughs> I don't know how I, you got it in your bed, but I would even buy it. Lots of first, talking, basically. <laughs> That's it. We're going straight to bed. I guess like my problem with it would be more once again like story wise. Like, hey, have you seen Star Trek before? Because like the Romulan Empire has like a fleet and like. Where'd this one come from? You just kind of built it, and it's like better than everybody's. Like, yeah, you, yeah. If, if, they, if they they dropped it in too randomly, versus like, yeah, like these slaves on a you know prison moon built a ship that can take on the flagship of the Federation yeah. somehow magically. Well, not only that, but the the yeah. Remans we hadn't seen the Remans before this, correct? I had yeah, wondered I about was, that. <laughs> yeah, the I was about to ask you that. I think the Remans that's the first time they show up, right? Nemesis. I think yeah, they've so been, they just, they've been spoken about i think that they've been referenced but i don't think they've actually they've had actually Mm. been introduced okay i gotta really laugh about just i mean obviously star trek already is a bunch of different planets that have like human names you know like Mm -hmm. romulus and vulcan and stuff (laughs) but i always thought that the them having romulus and then being like you know who else remans was really fucking funny (laughs) like really remus and romulus really really okay all right well, if, you just, got, if you got Romulus, you gotta have Remus. Like, they, yeah, of course. I forget who they were. Just, they, did they like Re- founded Rome or something? Romulus, yeah, yeah, exactly. Romulus and Remus were uh, raised by a she wolf, and they founded Rome. Okay, that's the story, anyway. <laughs> I believe there's that. actually I there's there. a couple of different stories from uh, like similar cultures in that area, obviously. So, you know, that's how it is with the Greeks and the Romans, just stealing from each other. And Remans look like orcs. Or, no, no, yeah. Yeah, adults. kind of like vampire Like Nosferatu or, or something. Things. There we go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like the weird squishy-faced vampires. Yeah. So are they still, like, are they still out in the galaxy? Like, do we ever hear from know. ever again? 
And you know, the, the Romulus and Remus thing is really weird because the Romulans are already, like, people who were Vulcan, Vulcans and then were like, fuck you guys, we're leaving exactly. and founding our own place. So where did the Remans come from? Like, how? <clears throat> Whatever. <Yeah. laughs> you're it's very like, passionate. Star Trek. Yeah, oh, wait, how long have the Vulcan Serena. race been in of space? Because <laughs> what could have happened is if we want to play with science fiction, they go to another planet, and if it's been, like, maybe a thousand years or more... Like they just, you know, sent prisoners to the moon who evolved into a different kind of species. I don't know. Possibly. Mm, yeah, I guess. But like, yeah, Vulcans oh, have been in space Oh, a long okay. Time, this right? is just a whole lot. I don't know. L- listen, Australia has been separated for 200 years and they still have the same language. So in like. Do they? Do they? A, uh, <laughs> talk a little funny down there, I say. Hey, actually, Australian and Cockney accents are still real close. So oh. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> well, I don't know what they're talking about because they're yeah, I'm playing. I'll stop it. <laughs> So what did you guys... All right. We apologize sorry. to our Australian <laughs> listeners. Yeah, the, the one of you that's no, down no. there. We're sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'm totally cool with Australians, guys. I was just playing. I'm sorry. You can, Australians, you can, we love you all. We're really sorry about your PM and your fires. Yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. absolutely. Um, so, so what did you guys think about uh, B4 in general? Um, like his interaction with Data and, and everything like that. What, what, what were your thoughts on that? Hated it. <laughs> That's it. You just hated it. Can you ex- um, expand uh, on that? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was gonna uh, make sure that it wasn't jumping in line. Oh, sure. You guys wanted somebody else to go first. But uh, for me, the reason why I hated it was like, I don't like it when uh, science fiction starts referencing itself too much. Kind of mm. like how. Agreed. Like, yeah. Like you got like uh, the prequels happen, and then you got uh, the Jedi where they're wearing like their Jedi robes, which you know there's no such thing. They're all dressing and acting like Al Guinness, who was on Tatooine. So, like, we're out here in space, and, like, you have infinite options, and even if it was another android, like, did it have to be another data? Is he yeah. so special? And then, yeah, yeah then it was also a cop-out so that you don't have to deal with actual loss of data, so he just transfers yeah. himself to another one. Yeah, it was just, it felt very contrived, and, yeah, just, I didn't enjoy it. I mean, I, and I, I didn't like how they, how, uh... Brent Spiner portrayed before. I mean, I know he's like mm-hmm. a pro, like a prototype, but it was just kind of a little too silly. I thought. Empty. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like family oriented um, baby humor. Yeah, well, it's kind of like I said yeah. earlier. It just it just came off as generic. I mean, the whole the whole that whole setup and the I whole think that's thing. That's what he was going yeah. for. Even. Well, even yeah. I mean, before generic, but even the the story itself. I mean, it's just. Oh yeah, it, yeah. It yeah. just come the whole just story behind it all just seems super generic it just it's the only word i can think of you know not to mention we've done this before and done evil twin yeah Yeah. Yeah, we have a lore already and it was much much better man they jump through space and time oh you go ahead what was that the first mirror episode like had that issue with you know the evil other self having to deal with maybe his morality not being right they could have done that so easily with Shinzon, and they just didn't, I guess. And you remember, like, there's like a Star Trek episode where uh, they found Data's head in the past. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, one of my favorite episodes. One of my favorites. Yeah, that's mind-expanding, right? weird. Like aliens are just so outside mm-hmm. humanity that you're like, wow, what's happening here? But here we just get Truly. Data clone and a Picard clone. Hey, let, let, yeah. let's talk about that episode instead of this instead of Nemesis. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Changing gears. Guinan is the best. Yeah. Yes, is, she is awesome. She's amazing. Yeah, so I actually get frustrated a lot in movies when I find out that decisions about the story or the the certain scenes or whatever weren't driven at all by the inception and creation of the story, but actually just by like 
outside sources, you know, like, what do the actors feel like doing? It's one thing in an episodic show when you're like, we'll have these people play trombone because, you know, the actor already knows how to play trombone. That's fun. You're like taking pieces of the actor and putting it into the character. But movies are so short. You know, they have to be about, like, the plot and the story itself. So, yeah, I'm glad Picard had fun in that dung buggy, dune buggy, but <laughs> it's kind of annoying that they p- made that scene just to make him happy. Mm, it, yeah. I get that I get that Brent Spiner didn't want to play Data anymore because he was worried about the fact that he was aging and Data wasn't supposed to, so they killed him. But then, for the fans, they brought him back. Like, Yeah, like, if they're... I, I understand, create like, your like, story like, for could, the story. I can see him wanting to step down, but hey, don't create another exact one exactly. like him, then. And then they're doing it again for the Picard series, just like, oh, <laughs> so I guess they basically ignored what he wanted because he's popular. And I get why he's popular. I I love Data. He's one of mm-hmm. my faves. But, like, mm. well, I'm sure Brent Spiner is happy to be doing it again. Well, I'm sure they uh, gave him more money, so. But, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But also, I think they genuinely all, like, get along with each other. Yeah. Like, um, it, like the reason why I thought it was probably because was, like, you have that opening where they just throw away all Star Trek canon and just have just Worf there and not where he's supposed to be and freaking Wesley Crusher is sitting <laughs> oh, yeah, there yeah. at a table to Shut up, Wesley. like nothing happened. Which is great but because... he's supposed what? to be dancing the cosmos yeah. and like between dimensions and he's just, you know, smiling there. Well, because like, it's a wedding. He Hello, wanted to be there. I stopped by to see everyone. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I stopped by for the wedding. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yep. Yeah. No. I was I was walking I mean, through a star the other day and I was like, What's what? the point My... in being the traveler if you can't go travel to the wedding of the the captain who uh, helped uh, bring you yeah, up? Yeah. You know? exactly. I just feel like all of Starfleet should have showed up. They're like, Oh my god, where have you been? What have you seen? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, no, no, I have a I have a wedding to go to. I'm sorry, I can't. Talk to you, <laughs> sorry. Well, you know what's funny is, uh, for years I didn't even realize he was sitting there, and uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I know. Poor Wesley. No, I know, and and uh, like Will Wheaton. First off, I love I love Will Wheaton so much. He's such a cool yeah. person. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I like I didn't even notice it. And then I was watching it for you know the podcast, and I had to back up. Was like wait wait a minute, did I miss that this whole time? Like I, I must have noticed it when I was younger when it first came out, I guess. But I totally forgot he was there. So I literally had to like do a double take. Was like wait Wesley's there. <laughs> No way. Every time I see him, I give him the stink eye. Like, <laughs> you guys don't even fucking care, do you? you nobody, does anybody care here about the story? Uh, well, I, anyway, I actually would have it. rather watched a whole movie with them just at the wedding and stuff than what we got with Shinzana, honestly. Yeah, I, the wedding scene was, it was sweet. The, the speeches were well written. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you can see they, like, genuinely love each other. It was yeah. kind of nice. Mm-hmm. And it definitely feels like the kind of scene that should be like the uh, post post climax scene. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like after everything is nice and fun. So it was an interesting choice to start with that scene. Well, this way, like you know, they have the story excuse for us not to see them naked. <laughs> yeah. Because uh-huh. <laughs> like, that was like the next stop. You're the like, Diana yeah, wedding. I can't wait to see you naked, Warf. Like I'm not. I'm not getting naked. I order you to be naked. <laughs> and, like you're like, why are you guys Worf- doing this? Worf would never attend a Venezuelan no wedding. Way. No way. No nope. way. Um, but I, so I mean, yes, like we all. This isn't our favorite Trek movie, right? There are a lot. Of, there's a lot of bad, and 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 the acting. You know, of the, of the core group is has always been tight. Like they're tight, they're close, they're tight. Yeah. You yeah. see that. But I mean, there was some. Uh, per, there's Ron Perlman playing his yeah. the, the you know the first officer oh. of Shenzhen. I mean, that was yeah, he's good. He is, not know that. Yeah, he yep. was amazing. And I mean, there's some, there's uh, his character, and then the the whole like I mean, let's let's not you know. Hopefully, Diminish no it. trigger warnings. Um, but uh, the whole like mental rape scene. I mean, 
Like yeah. that. Ugh. Like that. That first off, God. that was ridiculous, right? Like yeah. that. That was absolutely ridiculous. But second off, like to take his character, who is probably the one non him and, and Tom Hardy, the the as far as non Trek characters go, um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. he was like they were their interactions were probably my favorite because, you know, Ron Perlman's amazing. Tom Hardy was amazing, yeah. and then to have him do that scene, it was, it, it was just. It, it just diminished the whole thing. I'm like, was that really yeah. necessary? I mean, I understand I, for the for the, I understand for the story, but it was really unnecessary. You know? Yeah. I, Don't worry, I have plenty to say about unnecessary rape of any kind in TVs and movies. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. And, and to start with, um, also is unnecessary to see like Riker and and. Uh, and, and and Troy in bed together. I, I I don't need to see that. I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't. I, I, like that kind of chemistry was just kind of gross to so, watch. Yeah, we know they're we know they're banging you guys. <laughs> um, well, I'm like, it's fine. yeah, they, I hadn't seen the last time. Sorry, no, I, I hadn't seen Nemesis Wait. in forever, and so I forgot that that mind attack scene was in there, and it was just when I saw it, you know, when I watched it a few weeks ago, I was like, wow, that just does not fit in star trek i mean it just i don't know it seemed like it came out of nowhere to me it was funny i was yeah. like posting about like how grossed out i was at Riker and troy and then it turns into the rape scene like oh, i'm not gonna oh, God. Oh, it, just, no. it just gets worse yeah. and, like you're like i don't think this is necessary at all in okay. this story yep. this is very depressing so let me go back to uh actors that stood out in that yes. movie Thank um you. that lady that um the I think she's Romulan. Romulan um, captain. She, mm-hmm. Yeah, so she she goes to Tom Hardy and tries to like seduce her way in, and then he like totally rejects her. So she's like, "Well, fuck it, and I'm <laughs> gonna go help the the uh, the uh, uh, Federation people now." Her acting I, was good, but she only got those two scenes. Like, it, basically, it didn't really make any like sense. That's a that's a big change to be like, "I will try to be on your side. You reject me, all right? I will destroy." You're talking you. about <laughs> Commander Dinatra. That was played by Dina yeah. Meyer. She, so you know her from like Star, job, Starship Dana. Troopers and a bunch of other stuff. Like she's been in all kinds oh of stuff. Yeah, she's amazing. Yeah, she's not, I she's like she's absolutely Giant amazing. Demonic. Yeah, she needed absolutely. Work. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I liked her when I saw her on screen. Like when she like said, "Hey, Pe- Captain Picard, do you mind if I kick his ass with you?" And I'm like, "Oh my god, yeah, do it!" And <laughs> then she got knocked out of the fight. And I'm like, "Ah, ah!" <laughs> like yeah, she was pretty cool. But then she's kind of yeah. yeah. I'm glad they didn't kill her. I was gonna get so mad if like her ship blew up. <laughs> it definitely feels like they used her more to like kind of explain what was going on with the different characters, like yeah. to to explain us the thing about Shinzon rather than her being somebody specific yeah. mm-hmm. if that makes mm-hmm. sense yeah i wanted to give a quick shout out to captain janeway i like seeing her or yeah, sorry Ad, Ad, awesome. admiral janeway admiral, admiral, admiral. My, my mistake i apologize <laughs> i i'm glad that they brought her in to do it kimal grew obviously i'm a i'm a or at least i was a fan of hers i've heard she's been saying iffy stuff lately oh, no. but forget that um <laughs> as an actress definitely like i really admire her i really like how she uh put her foot down regarding like Janeway is the captain. She, she, she would not have an affair with somebody on her ship. She knows, you know, responsibility and et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. I love. Um, and I, I understand that they wanted podcast? to do a cameo that would make all the fans be like, Oh, yeah, yeah. Look, it's Janeway. but mm-hmm. seriously, how did Janeway get Admiral faster than Picard? Well, I think Picard could have gotten Admiral, but I think he wanted to stay. Yeah, well, he wanted to stay on the enterprise. Right. I mean, that's, that's very that's that's very Kirk though. I mean, they already did that with Kirk being like he made Admiral, and then he was like, "I want to go back to Captain." Yeah, but Kirk, you know. Picard's cooler, so it kind of you know. <laughs> well, 
He never even... Well, it's weird because Picard tries to talk Riker out of doing yeah. the stays on Enterprise thing, but then he ends up doing the same thing himself. I don't know if I believe it. You well, know? if you That's recall, um, Riker actually passes up promotion to stay under Picard. So that's... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Picard tried to talk him out yeah, of yeah. it. I mean, it's just... it's They they do that kind of over and over and over, you know? <laughs> yeah. But then, finally, Riker gets his own ship, the USS Titan, which yeah. is my ship of choice in Star Trek oh, Online. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah, nice. my spectral knight, is what I call it. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't actually use uh, Federation ships when I'm playing STO. Whoops. Nice. <laughs> oh, my God. You, you, you strike me as a Romulan. My brain ship is so dope! <laughs> brain ship? It trails. I have a brain mm-hmm. ship. Uh, oh, I nice. think it was from a Christmas event a couple of years mm-hmm. ago. And it uh, it has uh, an ice power, so I can slow down the other ships so it's easier to shoot at them. There you <laughs> go. Cool. Yeah. This is not a Star Trek Online podcast. Uh, disclaimer. Is it? <laughs> not yet. <laughs> not yet. Um, so where, where does this one, where does this one uh, like rank in your list of Trek films. I know it's not up at the top, but where is this like your least favorite or what do you guys think? <laughs> I, I'm actually not a big fan of motion pictures, so uh, Keith and I are going to have to swap Why on that guy. son of a... <laughs> <laughs> I just, uh, I, I can't get over the like sex with the sex with a ship thing. Um, what's, what's wrong with that? It's this beautiful thing. They love each other. <laughs> okay. Jeez. I'm going to say, like, middle-low. It's not as unintelligible to me as Undiscovered Country. Really? You don't like that one? I think Undiscovered Country is fun to watch for, like, fluff. Okay, yeah. <laughs> um, but I tried to show it to a friend of mine, and he was like, I don't understand what's happening. Wait, 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 wait a second. Undiscovered Country is, is, is in the top three, if, if not sometimes number one. Keith? Keith likes fluff, you see. I love you, Keith. I um, like strategy. I like uh, Shakespeare. And I like philosophy and uh, Sherlock Holmes mysteries. Hmm. Are, are anyway, you saying I don't like those things? I think maybe I might be because I'm <laughs> being you okay. know, butthurt. I'm, so I'm going to um, actually... That's fair. I'm going to actually say... So this is probably in the like lower quarter of my favorite Star Trek movies. And, and that's just because there are a few in there. Like, And my wife and I always joke about this, about how how weak it was how kirk died in generations yeah i mean that's like, oh like fuck like, generations like, he, he dies to to a set of stairs or to to like you know what i'm saying like to a, yeah. to a to like a bal- a metal rail you know what i mean like Personally, what no 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 no, no, no. a rock yeah, falls on top of it like kirk the most badass like starship killed by bridge yeah, yeah captain ever <laughs> Until you know TNG or whatnot, but I mean, Kirk gets the he gets the shit kicked out of him by an eighty year old yeah. man and and thrown off a, off a bridge. I'm like, wait, what? And it was like that's that, is, that is not I'm sure yeah. a great time. And I'm like, that. that is not that is not how Kirk goes out. And I remember actually when I was a kid, I went and saw it. Well, it was I was a teenager. I was a the teenager, still mad. and I went and saw it in the theater. Mm-hmm. And then and it was one ending, and then they changed the ending after I had already seen it. Like the, yeah, what? there there were there were two what? endings, and they actually changed the ending. Um, what was it? There, I, I think <laughs> wow. it's in the in it, but in the theater it showed the original ending, and then I guess they got a lot of flack, and there was a different ending or so, something like that. I remember you know in the, the theater I saw it differently than what's on the the Blu-ray that I have. Do you remember what it was or what the change was? Not right now. I'm gonna look it up though because <laughs> it drove me crazy, and now now it's gonna drive me crazy because I can't remember what it was. <laughs> I think you're lying to us. Oh, oh, really? 
Well, if you want different endings, let's watch Clue. So when it comes to my my uh, my arrangement of movies, all the OG Star Trek movies I think are good, including number five. Really? Yeah, I said it. Yeah, it, I'm, I'm a weird person like that. We, I can't shit over how much I liked shooting God in the face. Well, That's interesting because you don't like TOS. Away. Which one? TOS. Oh, it's interesting because yeah. you don't yeah, the like movies, TOS. Though, the movies though are really good to me. Yeah. Um, and then like the next generation movies, I don't consider canon. Uh, I don't like what they did there. Uh, really? I don't mm-hmm. want to see. Yeah, I don't want to see Kirk die by falling off a bridge. Yeah, generations and okay. nemesis both. What about yeah. what about First Contact? First Contact is good, but um, once again, like I don't want to see Star Trek reference itself too much. Like, yeah. I know yeah. the book is awesome, but I don't need a movie about him. Like, what I want is to see them go to the edge of the galaxy. Or, to me, what I think a Star Trek movie should be is it's a Christopher Nolan. It's Christopher Christopher Nolan hard sci-fi. Like blow yeah, our minds. I'd with be down that. for that. Yeah, not action reference. I so I think. Sorry, going back, I looked it up. So in the original, er, in the original ending that was originally shot, Kirk got shot in the mm-hmm. back. That's not much better. No, it's not, and that's actually and <laughs> and it tested badly. So, I'm not sure it's and much then, yeah, worse. I know. Though. I know. <laughs> so they went from shoot him to the back to let a bridge fall. Yeah, that was their improvement. Exactly. Sorry. <laughs> I mean the. His story starts with him being like, I'd rather live in this little log cabin with my horses than be a captain, which yeah. doesn't make sense in the no. first place. Yeah. So, but, but again, I'm sorry, back to yeah. Nemesis. <laughs> right. It's like, what, what episode is this? What are we talking about? So I guess we've um, agreed that Generations is below that's, Nemesis. That's kind of how I feel, too, uh, unfortunately. Yeah. Yes. yeah. I'll say that. Yeah. But yeah, so uh, yeah, Nemesis is a little bit above that for me. I... Okay, I did like how Generations had a, a concept of like weird time uh, dilation fields, but that's about all I liked about it. I liked. Uh, I got to see the. Mm, yeah, Generations, man, I don't got much for that one. <laughs> I was like, I, I liked seeing the Enterprise D. Wait, they killed the Enterprise D uh-huh. in there. Um, what is there, man? Yeah, I, I got nothing for generations. Like that is, you're not in continuity. You're out. What, you're out wait, out. oh, and that's yeah. the one where Data gets scared and can't confront uh, Malcolm McDowell's character oh, because his emotion. Oh, Do you remember that? Like when him and Jordy are inside, oh. and he's like, "I can't." No, I had forgotten. I Thank you. <laughs> I don't remember that. Okay, don't get, don't get me started on the emotion trip. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say I have a note about the emotion trip. I hate that thing. <laughs> yeah, it ruins Data. I love Data, but I hate the emotion trip. Yep. Yeah, yeah it's wild. They spent uh, seven years being like, okay, Data's goal is to develop emotions. And they're like, I oh, will just give it to him in a chip. And then we'll have his brother kind of like use it as a drug. Or maybe not. I mean, or maybe it'll do this other thing. Also, the Borg Queen's going to try to control him with it. Also, like, uh, Christ. Yeah. yeah, I like Data because he's not human. Like, he mm-hmm. was the, 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 yeah. the Spock extra um, point of view that other humans couldn't do. And yeah. that's what made him interesting. So if you just make him a goofy dude, it's just like, oh, now you're guy. Mm. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I, and then they also don't even use his like heightened physical strength and dexterity because like there's this part in the movie where Picard goes, "Dana, go open the door. I'll hold him off." And it's Picard wielding two guns and <laughs> wailing on dudes. Yeah. And Data's fast enough that he could have actually just wiped out everybody on his own. Also, Picard wailing on dudes is really funny. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, it, is. <laughs> it was. It was funny. But once again, like I saw, like uh, Patrick Stewart was having the time of his life, and like I was like, "All right, all right," but yeah, but, yeah, but the but. movie sucked. <clears throat> yeah, it's like I, I'm glad the actor's having a good time, but you've kind of assassinated the actual character. But fine. Um, yeah. <laughs> now I have a question: 
how does mm-hmm. this like ha- so because because this podcast is is about the new Picards, Picard Picard Picard. So yeah. how does like what's your all's take on on this being the last time we've seen Picard before this new series? Like how how does how, how does the the gap look to you? Like what what um from where he well, ended that movie to where he's starting here? Like what what's your all's take on that? Well, I mean there was there was some mission that he did that kind of drove him out of Starfleet and made him want to leave and we're not sure what that was mm-hmm. um, there's some there's like a couple comics that they've put out that I pretty sure they say is canon mm-hmm. um, but yeah, yeah I, but haven't I haven't read yeah. any like, of them where, like, I haven't read any of that stuff yeah, yeah. it's 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 secondary canon, you guys. We don't yeah. have to. <laughs> but but uh, that that being said, actually, I, that's what I was going to bring up. Though is the the fall of Romulus. Romulus being basically yeah. exploded. I mean, that's the whole tipping point of the Kelvin timeline. But in this mm-hmm. timeline, that could very well because if you recall, he and um, Spock were really well, really said... really big in trying to to reunify Romulans and Vulcans, right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. I I in my. Just you know, it's the the fanboy in me. I'm like, okay, well, it's got to have something to do with reunification and with Romulus basically being gone and and the Romulan people being wiped out, obliterated. You know, I mean, yes. Yeah. Well, it's right. it's the Romulans that are in Picard, Star Trek Picard, that are uh, messing around with the Borg, right? So yeah, are they? Well, we don't. Yeah. I, we well, I know we know I mean, the we're Borg not sure, are there. But... Yeah, we know they're Borg. We know they're like Romulans, obviously. But I, I've purposely tried not to look at any spoiler yeah stuff, obviously you know spoiler you know yeah you you know i have even watched the trailer yeah so um i've been doing past research uh like there's videos about the comics mm-hmm. and i'm not remembering all of mm-hmm. it uh and uh, yeah like i said I, I don't remember what happened i know he gets a new ship called the verity yeah um but yeah like i don't i don't see i don't expect them to connect too much from like nemesis to picard in fact, I wonder if they're going to just kind of ignore that it happened. Ho- hopefully. they'll ignore a lot of things that happened. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure they'll, like, they'll they'll keep that, you know, the wedding happened. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. But, but I mean, more more than anything, it's, it's you know, do you think, like, part of me wonders that whole experience with Shenzhen, was that a tipping point? You know, like, mm. uh, like I'm hoping that, that it brings some kind of timeline continuity to what we've seen 20 years ago and what we're seeing now you know what i mean like there's got to be some kind of backstory which i'm really really excited to hear and see when they introduce the right. show um mm-hmm. because it, there's just you know in 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 my mind and i think in a lot of our minds people listening all of us picard has lived this whole 20 years like picard is a person yeah. you know what i mean like he's mm-hmm. like yes patrick mm-hmm. stewart plays picard but Picard is our captain. You know what I'm saying? Like, Damn like, right. like for the last yeah, twenty years, and he's not a passive yeah, yeah. person. And for the last twenty years, I want to know what Picard's been doing. I want to know from oh, yeah. after Nemesis to to this show. Like, you know, what are you talking about? He's been making yeah, wine. I know. I know. <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. laughs> I just I'm excited. I, um, I'm cynical. Oh, mm-hmm. I'm cynical. I have a bad feeling about everything about this. Um, I've been like, I like, I like looking. I'm into... with you. I'm with you, Keith. I'm with. The, I like looking at the back, uh, the business end of it way too much. I I get a kick out of it, and there's like a reason why Discovery looks how mm-hmm. it does. Like there's contracts mm-hmm. that make it so that you can't be too normal Star Trek. Really? But something changed recently. Well, uh, CBS yeah. and Viacom like, merged. Uh, Discovery. Yeah. Yep. Mm. So that might change. Like as of that moment, we might start getting things that look more like normal <laughs> well, Star Trek. Maybe with yeah. Picard. You think? I, quote unquote. 
Yeah. Well, here's here's the thing is is the way that I read it because I I actually I'm really excited about the the merger as well because the way that I I heard it was CBS owned the rights to the TV show stuff and um, Viacom owned the rights Mm -hmm. to the movies and they could not coexist Mm -hmm. in the same universe. Do you see what I'm saying? That's why we have a a Kelvin Mm -hmm. timeline. Um, But now they can exist in the same universe. So that means that, and, and this is, you know, we're going to kind of jump jump brands here, which uh, I believe Keith did earlier by accident, but uh, we're going to talk <laughs> Star Wars and Star Trek, right? So recently, yeah, the, the yeah. head guy at Disney said, we're not opposed to TV shows turning into movies or movies turning into TV shows, right? And that's a pretty cool thing when, when a studio has the ability to, to take these characters that we love and these stories that we love and expand on them without those limitations. You know what I'm saying? So the merger yeah, of, of Viacom mm-hmm. and CBS, I am so excited about. Yeah, we're, I agree. We're definitely in a new world of um, having expanded universe stuff, not just be like the movies or the TV show are the main thing and then we can write like books on the side or comics on the side and it's like, you know, some of the stuff starts with comics and then becomes TV shows and then becomes movies and everything is just like expanded universe Marvel, expanded universe DC, expanded universe Star Wars and obviously like if you have a franchise like Star Trek, you're going to try to do stuff like that too. Um, even though Star Trek was doing it first, but whatever. Um, <laughs> right. I'll say Disney that knows how to do it for money. <laughs> the the thing we want to watch out for is that uh, they started making this show in the era and ecosystem before the merger. Oh. So we're still going to yeah. be with those kind yeah. of people. And then also, like, um, be, like uh, not to jump franchises or anything, but because of Star Wars um, and, like, what I felt was it, it was really, it went really bad for me. I hated that. Um, the movies, I or had, the TV yeah, shows, the movies, the latest ones. I had I went through like a little journey the last several years of like rediscovering fiction and why different fiction is different, um, and like why mm-hmm. older stuff to me is way better. And it's because back then, like you had Star Trek created by a guy who like made it his life that like you know it was science fiction, and, and then they all were all in, and they didn't have as many things to distract them. Versus now where there's a lot of corporate um, uh, dealings in how to create science fiction, which yeah, makes that it more drives of a brand. Me crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's more of a brand than a story. Yeah, um, yeah, I definitely agree. And uh, while we're talking about Star Wars, um, <laughs> part of the things that I noticed in uh, Mando, not to give any spoilers about scenes that happen, but there are certain scenes that are clearly written because of fandom. And I, meta stuff like that, like... I know why it exists, but it really frustrates me because it feels like you're paying more attention to how how to make the audience giggle mm-hmm. and create, you know, viral stuff based on your show and less about what the show itself is saying and doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm very concerned that that's going to happen with Picard. Like, are they bringing in Seven of Nine because of their cool Borg storyline or because they know we like Jerry Ryan? Mm-hmm. Are they Band bringing service. in the other members of uh, Enterprise because Picard needs... Uh, like, is Marina Sirtis going to show up because Picard needs somebody that he can trust to understand his emotions and to rely on? Or is she only there because we want Marina Sirtis to be there? Exactly. And that drives me crazy. And that's why I, and I'm sure Keith also, am very nervous about Picard. Like, the ship he's on looks like it's the Firefly. And I'm like, hey, 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 whoa, whoa, that's not Picard. He (laughs) he should be in a beautiful regal ship that... Like, you know, you, you buy might buy from Apple or something. It has to look good. Yeah, Maybe that very not, ship design is what makes me concerned that they're going to be like, yeah, uh, Picard is dark Picard now, mm. and uh, the whole world is dark around him. And I'm like, uh-huh. are you telling me that the Federation that spans, like, all of these planets that is allied with Vulcan, that is somehow 
allied even with Franganar, like, what's going on there? Um, you're telling me that they've all suddenly, like, lost all of their money and now all their ships look dinky? I don't think so. Yeah. All I know is I say a prayer to Roddenberry every day <clears throat> that it's not going to suck. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm just... Yeah, yeah. me too. I'm like, also... I'm a- not a fan of Kurtzman, so he makes me very anxious. Mm, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, my fingers are crossed. Like, I would love for them to slap me in the face and prove me wrong, yes. and I go, oh my god, you did you, you did a great job. Yes. Like, uh, like Stargate eventually did to me. Mm-hmm. And, like, Good, yeah, thank I you. Like, I'm glad. <laughs> I love being won over. Yeah. And so, like, I'm always open to it, but, like, I'm cautious after uh, the, what I saw happen with Star Trek Discovery and, mm-hmm. like, the new Star Wars. Yeah. Like, brand. Well, yeah. But, I, yeah, we, yeah, we'll see. I admit, for safety, I have a tendency to assume things will be, will make me sad, so that when they don't make me sad, I feel happy, <laughs> rather than just being, like, neutral. Um, so I'm probably being, like, particularly, uh, it's not gonna be good, but, uh, I hope it's really good. Yeah. I just, yeah. I'm gonna lowball it for now so that I don't cry. Yeah, it's, it's, it's probably gonna suck. <laughs> Later. So. Well, yeah, yeah. for me, it, it helps to make, like, see these things as different timelines so I can keep my good stuff and maybe give a chance to other stuff in their, near, where their weird universe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you guys know me. Idea. Like, I, yeah. I'm, I'm all about the entertainment and, you know, it, it, if, uh, if it's a visually good, if the story's good, even if there are aspects that I don't care for, you know, I'm mm-hmm. I'm I'm that guy that's like, okay, I'll find the good in it. You know what I mean? That's yeah. and that's thumbs up yeah. for me. I like and, it and that, that's, like yeah. I admire yeah. it. <laughs> and that's why there there are things about yeah. Discovery that I really really enjoy. So I mean, you know, I'm I'm mm-hmm. I'm that guy that can kind of pick the good out of a bad situation if I need to. You know what I mean? I, I would prefer to not have mm-hmm. to, mm-hmm. but if if yeah. <laughs> but if that's what it is, you know. So I mean. I, I know, and you all know, Keith. You're you're just getting to know me, but uh, you know, I I'm gonna like Picard. There's gonna be something about Picard Good. that I like, um, just because that's just how I'm built. But I will be honest about the things that bug me, if if there is anything, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Good, yep. because and, otherwise, and like, what are you doing uh, on this podcast? Right. <laughs> Yeah, any any like hate I ever give or any kind of roasting is never to put anyone else's uh, anyone else's opinion down. Like, oh, yeah. like I, I like yeah. that people. Yeah, like if I say I don't like something, yeah. it's never to say try that to, somebody yeah. else shouldn't like yeah. it. Also, Absolutely, right, right. Yeah. Like, yeah, go for what you Absolutely. like. That's what I say. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. I hope everyone enjoys it. Mm-hmm. Yes, me too. <laughs> if I don't, I I hope someone else exactly. enjoys it because I don't. <laughs> You're like I know. I mean. What could possibly go wrong? Damn it! What could possibly go wrong? It's okay. I don't like it, um, but I know Jay will, so it's fine. <laughs> right. As long as Jay is happy, it's okay. Exactly. No, genuinely. I'm looking at, I'm looking at a know. series writing credits, and like Gene Roddenberry wrote uh, wrote ten of the episodes. It's on IMDb. What? For some reason, they say that Gene Roddenberry run, wrote 10 of the Picard episodes. Uh, uh, well, that's clearly not. I mean, unless he's not dead. No, there's. They might have just. They might have just put him on there because he's Gene Roddenberry. You know. Or it's a time loop. Oh shit! Oh my god. Or he just has the story credit. Yeah. Well, I mean, they they had a they had a lot of know. stuff written that that didn't go to, to film. You know what I mean? Like like these. That's they true. They could be pulling from older stories that had been written that had never been used. I mean, I, I was watching a... You think they used some of those, like, Series 2 TOS uh, plots? I don't know. <laughs> we'll see if, like, the Gorn shows up or something. Yeah. Um, I fucking hope they do. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, do we, do we have any final thoughts on Star Trek Nemesis before we wrap up here? 
I thought the starship would be named Nemesis, mm. uh, not Scimitar. That would have been cool. Yeah. No, it's because Shinsons is Nemesis. Oh! <laughs> oh. Okay. Shut up! On the n- <laughs> yeah, it is on the nose. You're right. Uh, a little, a little. It's kind of little. on par for this uh, for this movie. So yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I, I yeah. wouldn't even call that guy, you know, Picard's nemesis. Isn't his nemesis uh, Q? <laughs> no, no, nemesis. no, no. Q, Q is his, his boyfriend, his lover. I mean, let's 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 be honest. His no, weird, stocky boyfriend. <laughs> his stocky ex-boyfriend. <laughs> no, okay, but since we brought up Q, I just have to give you guys my pet theory mm-hmm. that Trelane is related. Trelane is a Q, right? What's a Trelane? Oh, um, there's a TOS episode where um, there's this dude called Trelane that like teleports everybody to this island and that he can control them and he just has magic powers. And then the episode ends with two like deity voices popping up and being like put your toys away now it is time for you to go to sleep <laughs> and i'm awesome. 100% convinced that q was based on trelane and he's just like trelane is an adult and that his the parents sounds about right they're like stop messing with the humans <laughs> so um, that sounds sounds right yeah yeah i would like to believe this <laughs> trelane yep. is a q just i just wanted to it, it, it. It. all right well thank we we have spoken it is now yeah. it is now canon, <laughs> right? Um, I mean, Nemesis might pop up in Picard in regards to the uh, you know Picard being there right about when the Romulans got wiped out because yeah. I mean, in the last twenty years, I'm sure the Romulans have done their best to rebuild. But um, okay, so Star Trek 2009 is at the beginning of it. The part with uh, Spock is considered part of the Prime Universe. It's in an STO. Um, so we know eventually Romulans are going to blow themselves mm-hmm. up. There was a suggestion that it was because of the experiments that the Romulans were doing, they blew themselves up. So my hope is that they'll tie it in by having it be like, you know, the Romulans were messing around and then they created the shenanigans with the, the Remans and then Shinzon blew them up. And in, in an attempt to get back to their former power as quickly as possible because they don't want to get, you know destroyed by the Federation or the Klingons just being like, well, the Romulan Empire is part of our empire now, even though I know that's not how the Federation works. Um, that doesn't mean the Romulans don't believe that they would do it. Yeah. Um, then in their effort to rebuild as quickly as possible, they end up blowing themselves up. And then Picard feels like vaguely like it's his fault <clears throat> because he didn't do what Shinzon did, but Shinzon existed because he existed. Hmm. Um so that might be interesting, but do I trust them to do that? <laughs> Probably not, because that's I a really good idea. And it seems so like a stretch. Yeah. Oh, I mean, okay. it seems like a stretch for I, them. I want to see. <laughs> yeah. Can I, I write for in... Star Trek? Dang it! Yes. <laughs> I, I want to see them pull in the Star Trek Online stuff, where after Romulus blew up, we get the Romulan Star Empire, where they're like this like yeah. nomadic space race of like you know giant space stations and roaming. Fleet. Oh my god, like, that would be so cool! And then that's why they're not going to do it. Has dealt with the Romulans <laughs> yeah, already. Exactly. Yeah, because uh, yeah, then like you would have Picard who had already dealt with the Romulans, so they'd be he quit because of what happened with the the Romulus star, and then the the Star Empire is floating around, and they're like, "We need you to um, do some diplomacy, please." And he's like, "Seriously, you guys remember what happened last mm-hmm. time, right?" I hope they do um, science fiction Star Trek world building and not Star Trek um, wielding of brand. There you go. Mm. Bless you. Uh, I yeah. agree completely. And again, that's why it won't happen is because it's what it should what should happen. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> We're all cynics except Jay. 
<laughs> I hope Jay's right. Yeah, I'm so, so do I. I hope, <laughs> Me too. I hope Jay's right too. Yeah. All right. Uh, on that note, is there anything else uh, we have to say about Nemesis? I give it an F minus personally, but there. I, I give it a I'll give it a D minus. Ooh, okay. At least like visually, it looked like Star Trek. Mm, that's true. I'll give it. Mm-hmm. I give it a. Go ahead, Keith. Uh, I'll give it a uh, thanks for showing up, guys. <laughs> Partition, participation participation award. Trope. It, was good it was it was good seeing you. It was good seeing you. I actually am gonna give it a full D, just because hmm. yes, oh, just okay. because <laughs> it introduced me to Tom Hardy, who I'm a huge fan of now. Mm-hmm. I mean, th- there okay. were aspects of the film that I did not hate, so I can't, in good conscience, give it an F. A D minus has already been taken, so I'm giving it a D. <laughs> But actually, I'm going to upgrade mine to an F. Okay, there you I go. I think, yeah. Okay. So. <laughs> it didn't super fail. It just failed. It just failed, right? Yeah. It didn't fail twice. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll say solid yeah. D. All right, cool. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, you're going to give it a solid D, huh? Oh yeah. But don't boom. Okay. On that. All right. On that giggity, note. Giggity. Uh, D for yes. On that note. Um, Enterprise D. Thanks, thanks for everybody for tuning in. Um, so you Thank can you. you can find us uh, online at thereafore.host.com. Also, you can follow us on Twitter at twitter.com slash four hosts. And until next time, we will see you later. Bye. Bye. Thanks, everyone. See you next time.